0: The birth of Jesus, next to his crucifixion, of course, was the most momentous event in the history of the world. Stop and think about it. It became the focal point of all history, the birth of Jesus. Everything before Christ looked forward to his birth, and everything since Christ looks back at his life. It was such a crucial event, his birth, that now all the world numbers years according to it. B.C., before Christ, and A.D. means Anno Domini, or in the year of our Lord. It's obvious that Jesus made an impact on the world. This never been and never will be equaled by any mere man. I remind you that John said the word became flesh. And so when Jesus invaded this world, he was not invading the world as a mere man. He was invading the world as the God-man. The Bible said that he would be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. I'm grateful that God is for us. I'm grateful that God is in us through the Comforter, but how much more grateful are we also that God came with us. God himself became a man. Jesus never wrote a book. He never held political power He didn't have an Instagram account or Twitter account. He didn't have Facebook. He was not wealthy or particularly influential in his lifetime, though some try to make him out to be. Yet he altered the world completely. In fact, no other human being has affected history remotely like he has. Let me say that again. Not a single human being has affected history like Jesus. He's been opposed, hated, Fought, censored, banned, criticized, blasphemed in every generation since his birth, and say in the Philippines, even until now. Yet his influence, the influence of Jesus, continues unaltered. After nearly two thousand years, the impact of the life of Jesus goes on so powerfully that it's safe to say. Not a single day goes by, but that lives are revolutionized by Him, His teaching, and His life. The focus this week has been to encourage us to recognize every day until Christmas why Jesus came. We know that He came, we know where He came, we know to whom He came. We know when he came and we know why he came. In Matthew 125 the angel of the Lord talking to Joseph said he shall be called Jesus which means Jehovah is salvation. He shall be called Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. And later not long before the cross Jesus was speaking to his disciples, and he said, The Son of Man did not come to be ministered to, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many. And then the Apostle Paul affirmed that in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Now, just very briefly, remember, I talked about yesterday, and I think the day before, ransom has three aspects. A ransom has a captive, that would be us. A ransom has a payment, that would be Jesus. And a ransom has a release, that would be our salvation. Oh, stop and think about that. We were the captive. Jesus' life was the payment. The Bible says that he knew of sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And then when Jesus made the payment, we were released. Listen to Galatians chapter four, a few verses, beginning in verse number one. I'm reading the New Living Translation. Think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his sons, excuse me, for his young children, those children are not much better off than the slaves until they grow up, even though they actually own everything their father had. They have to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father set. And that's the way it was with us before Christ came. We were like children. We were slaves to the basic principles of this world. But when the right time came, God sent his son Jesus, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy us free. See, there's the ransom. Sent him to buy freedom for us. We are the captives there's the ransom jesus god sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children and because we're his children god has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts prompting us to call him abba father now you are no longer a slave but god's own child and since you're his child god has made you His heir. What a wonderful, wonderful thought. Jesus was sent by the Father at just the right time to buy freedom for us. And then the Bible says, so that he could adopt us as his very own children. Now you've heard me say many times that how do you get into the family of God? Well, you get in, you're born into the family of God. Even preached it this past Sunday a little bit. How how do you get in the family of Bryson? Well, you're born into the family of Bryson. You're born physically into whatever family. You're part of. And so when Jesus told Nicodemus you must be born again, he was talking about being born spiritually. You're born physically into a family, and likewise you're born spiritually into the family of God. But on the other side of that coin, on the other side of that coin, we're also adopted into the family. And this to me is just as much, if not more, a glorious theological thought than being born into the family. Jesus said on the night of his crucifixion, he was praying. And in his prayer, he said, I did not choose you, excuse me, you did not choose me, I chose you. Interesting. Jesus said he chose us. Now, ultimately, we put our faith in Jesus, and so we did ultimately choose Jesus, but Jesus initiated it. I am struck by the fact that I'm not only born into his family, I'm adopted into his family. I'm an heir of God. A little boy one time uh, was in middle school, and uh, it was a small town, and Everybody knew everybody's stuff. And everybody knew that the little boy had been adopted by his parents when he was an infant. And so he was in middle school one day and the school bully was picking on him. And you've heard that old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, no, no. The words hurt. Words hurt. And this bully was using some words that uh, that were hurting this young man whose family had adopted him. And the words of pain were directed to him because he was adopted. And the boy was making fun of him and trying to make him think he was less of a person because he had been adopted. And finally, the little boy had all he could, all he could stand. And he, he stops and he said, stop. And the bully stopped for a minute. He goes, hey, here's the difference between you and me. My dad chose me and he loves me. Your dad got what came out and he stuck with you. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> uh, think about the first part of that statement, though. My dad shows me and he loves me. Going into this Christmas season, remember not only that he came, when he came, how he came, to whom he came. He came, Jesus came, to buy your freedom for you, that he might adopt you to be his son or his daughter in his family.